The title of today's story is The Gold Children. There was once a poor man and a poor woman who had nothing but a little cottage. They earned their bread by fishing and always lived from hand to mouth. But it came to pass one day when the man was sitting by the water side and casting his net that he drew out a fish that was entirely of gold as he was looking at the fish full of astonishment it began to speak yes the fish began to speak and the fish said hark you fisherman if you still throw me back again into the water i will change your little hut into a splendid castle then the fisherman answered oh What use is a castle to me if I have nothing to eat? The goldfish continued. That shall be taken care of. There will be a cupboard in the castle in which when you open it shall be dishes of the most delicate meats and as many of them as you may desire. If that be true, said the man, then I can well do you a favor and throw you back into the water. Yes, said the fish. There is however the condition that you shall tell no one in this world about this secret that how your good luck has come. If you speak but one single word all will be over. Then the man threw the wonderful fish back again into the water and went home. Where his hovel had formerly stood Now stood a great castle. He opened wide his eyes, entered and saw his wife dressed in beautiful clothes, sitting in a splendid room. She was quite delighted and said, "Husband, how has all this come to pass? It suits me very well." "Yes," said the man, "it suits me too." but i'm frightfully hungry just give me something to eat then the wife said but i have got nothing and don't know where to find anything in this new house then the man continued there is no need of your knowing for see i wonder a great cupboard just unlock it then when the women opened it Oh my gosh she was astonished to look at there was cakes meat fruit wine in that cupboard then the women cried joyfully what more can we want my dear and they sat down and ate and drank together when they had enough the women said but husband hence come all these riches how come we have got all these alas answered he do not question me about it for i dare not tell you anything if i disclose it to any one then all our good fortune will fly very good she said if i am not to know anything then i do not want to know anything However, 
His wife was not in earnest. She never rested day or night and she guarded her husband until in his impatience he revealed that all was owing to a wonderful goldfish which he had caught and to which in return he had given its liberty. And as soon as the secret was out, can you imagine? The splendid castle with the cupboard immediately disappeared. They were once more in the old fisherman's hut and the man was obliged to follow his former trade and fish once again. But fortune would so have it that he once more drew out the same goldfish. Listen, said the fish. If you will throw me back into the water again, I will once more give you the castle with the cupboard full of roast and boiled meats. Only be firm. For your life's sake, don't reveal from who you have it. And you will lose it all again. If you tell the secret to anyone. Then the fisherman answered, I'll take good care this time and threw the fish back into the water. Now at home everything was once more in its former magnificence. The wife was overjoyed at their good fortune once again. But curiosity left her no peace. So that after a couple of days she began to ask again, how it had come to pass and how he had managed to secure it. The men kept silence for a short time. But at last she made him so angry that the fishermen broke out and betrayed the secret. In an instant the castle disappeared once again and they were back again in their old heart. Now the fisherman said, Now you have got what you want and we can gnaw at a bare bone again. Ah, said the women, I had rather have no riches if I am not to know from whom they come. Then I have no peace. The man went back to fish and after a while he chanced to draw out the goldfish for the Third time, fish said once again, listen fisherman, I see very well that I am fated to fall into your hands. This time you take me home and cut me into six pieces. Give your wife two of them to eat, two pieces to your horse and bury two pieces of me in the ground then they will bring you a blessing the fisherman took the fish home with him and did as it had bidden him it came to pass that from the two pieces that were buried into the ground two golden two golden lilies sprang up that the horse had two golden foals the fisherman's wife bore two children who were made entirely of gold. So the fisherman and his wife had two children now which were entirely of gold.
the children grew up, became tall and handsome, and the lilies, horses grew likewise. Then the lad said, Father, we want to mount our golden steeds and travel out in the world. But the fisherman answered sorrowfully, How shall I bear it? If you go away and I know not how it fares with you. Then the two children said, The two golden lilies remain here. By them you may see how it is with us. If they are fresh, then we are in health. If the lilies are withered, we are ill. If the lilies perish, then we are dead. So they rode forth and came to an inn, in which were many people. They perceived the gold children and began to laugh and jeer on them. When one of them heard the mocking, he felt ashamed and would not go out into the world, but turned back and went home again to his father. But the other rode forward and reached a great forest. As he was about to enter the forest, the people said, It is not safe for you to ride through. The wood is full of robbers who would treat you badly. You will fare ill when they see that you are all of gold and your horse likewise, they will surely kill you. But this child was not allow, will not allow himself to be frightened. And he said, I must and will ride through it. Then he took bear skins and covered himself and his horse with them, so that the gold was not seen, and rode fearlessly into the forest. When he had ridden onward a little, he heard a rustling in the bushes and heard voices speaking together. From one side came cries of, There is one. But from the other side, Let him go. This is an idle fellow, a poor, bare as a church mouse. What should we gain from him? So the gold child roared joyfully through the forest and no evil befell him. One day he entered a village wherein he saw a maiden who was so beautiful that he did not believe that any more beautiful than she existed in the world. And as such a mighty love took possession of him, he went up to her and said, I love you, my dear, with my whole heart. Will you be my wife? He too pleaded the maiden so much that she agreed and said, Yes, I will be your wife and be true to you the whole life long. They were married. Then just as they were in the greatest happiness, home came the father of the bride. When he saw that his daughter's wedding was being celebrated, he was astonished and said, where is the bridegroom? They showed him the gold child, who, however, still wore his bare skins. 
Then the father said wrathfully, A vagabond shall never have my daughter, and was about to kill him. Then the bride begged as hard as she could, and said, He is my husband, and I love him with all my heart, until at last he allowed himself to be appeased. Nevertheless, the idea was never left his thoughts, so that next morning he rose early, wishing to see whether his daughter's husband was a common rag beggar. But when he peeped in, he saw a magnificent golden man in the bed and the cast of bear skins lying on the ground. Then he went back and thought, What a good thing it was when I restrained my anger. I should have committed a great crime. But the gold child dreamed that he rode out of the chase of a splendid stag and when he awoke in the morning, he said to his wife, I must go out hunting. She was uneasy and begged him to stay there and said, You might easily meet with a great misfortune. But he answered, I must and will go. Thereupon he got up and rode forth into the forest. It was not long before a fine stag crossed his path, exactly according to his dream. He aimed and was about to shoot it when the stag ran away. He gave chase over hedges and ditches for the whole day without feeling tired. In the evening, the stag vanished from his sight and when the gold child looked around him, he was standing before a little house wherein was a witch. He knocked and a little old woman came out and asked, What are you doing so late in the midst of the great forest? Then the gold child asked, Have you not seen a stag? The witch answered, Yes, I know the stag well. And thereupon a little dog, which had come out of the house with her, barked at the man violently. The man said, Will you be silent, you odious thought, or I will shoot you dead? Then the witch cried out in a passion, What? Will you slay my little dog? And immediately she transformed him so that he lay like a stone. Meanwhile, his bride awaited him in vain and thought, That which I so greatly dreaded, which lay so heavily on my heart, has come upon him. But at home, the other brother was standing by the gold lilies, when one of them suddenly dropped. Alas, said he, my brother has met his great misfortune. I must go away to see if I can possibly rescue him. Then he mounted his golden horse and rode forth and entered the great forest where his brother lay turned to stone. The old witch came out of her house and called him wishing to entrap him also. But this child did not go near her and said, I will shoot you if you do not bring my brother to life again.
the witch touched the stone, though very unwillingly, with her forefinger. Then he was immediately restored to his human shape. The two gold children rejoiced when they saw each other again. They kissed and cursed each other and rode away together out of the forest. The one home to his bride and other one to his father. The father then said, I knew well that you had rescued your brother. For the golden lily suddenly rose up and blossomed out again. Then they lived happily and all prospered with them until their death.